0: Uh, We have the honor and the privilege of welcoming uh, to St. Peter this weekend uh, a dear friend of mine, Pastor Keith Speaks. Uh, He serves as the intentional interim pastor at Faith Lutheran Church in Arlington Heights. Have any of you driven by Faith Lutheran Church on uh, Arlington Heights Road south of the tracks? You know what we're talking about, okay? Uh, And so we're developing a closer relationship with them, and uh, as part of that, we invited Pastor Keith to uh, preach this weekend, and we'll be rotating once in a while, uh, every four to six weeks in the months to come, just to build stronger bonds between us. So uh, he's pretty nice and pretty good at preaching, so uh, why don't you give him a nice, warm St. Peter welcome, all right? Praise God, um, uh, Micah and Sarah and I have known each other for a long time now. I'm like an older brother for the for this young, vibrant couple. And uh, Paula and I, my wife Paula and I, we are tired, and they are full of energy, and and they make us covet uh, that energy. And so uh, we rejoice. I rejoice to be here with you. Before. Before I came to uh, Faith Lutheran Church in Arlington, I almost said before I came to Faith. Um, before I came to Faith Lutheran Church in Arlington Heights, I was a senior pastor at Hales Corners Lutheran Church uh, for 12 years up by Milwaukee, um, a large, vibrant congregation like you. And so we rejoice to be able to walk that path together and and give thanks to God for all the things that He takes us through and all the ways that he blesses us and challenges us all along the way. And so it has been a wonderful ride. And now the Lord has really put on my heart this idea, this idea that we as a church body, we have so many congregations that are in some stage of dying. We have so many congregations that are really, really hurting. Um, and, uh, and God laid it on my heart to be able to help be an instrument in his hands so that he could bring a resurrection to as many of those dying congregations as he chooses. Um, and so he sent me on this journey together that has ended me up trying to come alongside the good folks, the good people of God at Faith Lutheran Church in Arlington Heights and, and many other congregations as well. But uh, we are now here right down the road from y'all, and we give thanks to God that, uh, that we can develop this loving relationship between that place and this place tear down all of our silos, and be Lutherans together in Arlington Heights, right? And so we uh, give thanks to God for all of that. Um, and so the very first time I get a chance to stand up in front of you, I wish I would have been able to have a text to preach on like, a, like a John 16, 33, where Jesus is talking and he says, uh, he says in this world you're going to have trouble. In me you're going to have peace. Take heart. For I have overcome the world. It would have been great to be able to preach the very first time I stand up in front of you all uh, on a text like that. But I get Job. (laughs) Praise God. But I will tell you, the key to understanding Job is John 16, 33. For the only way he could do what he did and say what he said is if he believed John 16, In this world, you're going to have trouble. In me, you're going to have peace, says Jesus. And take heart, for I have overcome the world. That is the key to understanding the text that is before us. And the text that is before us is an amazing, what a day. What a day. Uh, in one day. There are a lot of movies that get based up out of a scene in a lot of movies that you could probably name where the battle goes on and the enemy is defeated and they 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 save the life of the last guy before they kill him and they say get up and go back and tell your king that this is what happens to anybody who defies us right there's that messenger that comes and he was the only one left four times in one day, somebody runs up to Job and says, I'm the only one left. And I've come to tell you that at the end of the day, all of his livestock, all of his servants, and his kids, his kids are gone. I am the I am the daddy of three boys, and I am the opa of three grandchildren. And uh, you can do whatever you want to do to me, uh, but my wife and my kids and my grand and, and, and especially my grandkids, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what my reaction would be. I don't know. I don't know if I would be like Job. How did Job do what he did and say what he said? Let me take you back here. On the heels of that news, the very first reaction of the man of God was this. Job rose, tore his robe, shaved his head, fell on the ground, and worshipped. How did he do that? How did he do that I look I I I hang out with a lot of Lutherans and a lot of those Lutherans are German Uh, and Germans aren't real good at doing anything with the experiences and the feelings of their lives other than stuffing it down inside (laughs) and the result of stuffing it down inside has made you so much less of a man of God or a woman of God, that everybody around you needs you to be. Because what happens is that you stuff it down inside, but it's gonna get out somehow, somewhere, and it usually gets out and expresses itself in really negative ways toward those that you love most and best. One of the great things that we could learn from Job in the midst of the catastrophic day that he was facing, is that there was all this inward, inward, inward grief and shock and angst and brokenness and catastrophe that immediately found an outward expression. What did he do? He, He tore his robes and he shaved his head. So now, from now on, every time you see somebody with a shaved head, you'll know that they've had a hard day. He tore his robes, he shaved his head, fell on his face before Almighty God, and worshipped. How could he do that? He worshipped. How could he do what he did? And how could he, how could he say what he said? Here's what he said again. He said... Naked I come from my mother's womb. Naked shall I return. The Lord gave, the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Look, I don't don't know what you've been through. Um, I don't know what you will go through. Um, And I pray that, that hard, catastrophic loss is not a part of your journey. But I will tell you that I never would have known As intimately and strongly my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ if it had all been smooth sailing and in the midst of the losses of my life his strength in the midst of my weakness comes because like Job he gets me face to face it's amazing what's got to happen in order for God to get my attention it's amazing my second son Jacob when he was a little boy Um, he coveted my undivided attention often, often. And so whenever we would be together and and I would be talking and he wanted my attention, he would literally come up to me and grab my face (laughs) and turn my face so that we were eye to eye, undivided attention. The secret to how Jonah did what he did and said what he said is found in this eye to eye, face to face, doing life together. Doing life together. I, I, I also wanted to. Um, where'd that cross go, Micah? Yeah, can you bring that here? Um, I, I also want to be able to uh, do a little bit of an illustration. Uh, you two girls, thank you for volunteering. Come on up here, will you, please? Um, and and uh, the brooms. There we go. Um, now you two. Uh, look like you sing and play and are athletic, right? Sure. Um, and, and so there you go. Here's what, here's what I want you to do. All right, we're going to have a contest. Right? Come on around here. We're going to have a contest, right? You all can do this, right? There you go. Balance, right? We're going to have a contest to see who does it better. Ready? On the count of three, ready? One, two, three, Go. Wow, look at that. I think she was cheating though. She had her hand bent and was holding it at the bottom. All right, now that was supposed to be the easy way to do it. You were, so now we're going to try it one more time. Put them back up again. Now uh, I want you to keep your eyes on your hand, on yourself down there. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes on your hand and try to balance. There you go. There you go, here, thank you. Let's give them a hand. I don't know who won. I don't think they ever really even got going, but thank you. You can take those with you. Don't say I never gave you anything. Um, so, so, there are so many people who have gone through so much and their, and their lives get tunnel visioned on their stuff. And all of their life gets defined by their circumstance. And their relationship with Almighty God is based on how much stuff He gives them and how positive and successful He makes them. And and their, their whole faith is based on Him giving them stuff and making everything good. And so they have a life that is totally out of balance, totally unable to have any sense of control about it. But if they would learn from Job, if you would learn from Job and take your eyes off of yourself and, on, and put them on Christ in the needs of your neighbor, oh, it, it becomes possible that he would bring a resurrection to your death. It becomes possible that he would do amazing and mighty things with your life. You and him doing life together would change you forever and redeem you and allow you to be in spite of your circumstance, in the midst of your loss, and in the midst of it all, the man of God or the woman of God bought by Christ by his life and his death and his resurrection as you watch him bring resurrection to your death. I believe in the next chapter that you're not really going to look at as a part of this sermon series, you'll hear from, but if you look at it, it's Job chapter 2. If you look at it, you'll see his three friends who just kind of come up to him in the midst of his disease. On top of everything that he had lost comes this great disease on Job's life, so that his physical life is affected as well. And in the midst of it all, he sits down with them in dust and ashes. And they have no good advice for him. His wife comes to him and says, Job, why don't you just curse God and die? Because their relationship was based on the possessions, the stuff, the blessings. It was a not full life in Christ. Full life in Christ has nothing to do with how good he is to you on a daily basis, it is you and him together, eye to eye, face to face, looking deeply in his face and seeing that he loves you enough to die for you. And then from there, to see him take you through the hardest things that life will throw at you, to see him bless you in the mountaintop experiences of your life, and do life together in such a way that you begin to say and begin to do what job did and said and at the heart of what job did and said at the end of it all he says blessed be the name blessed be the name of the lord raise your hand if you have been baptized you were baptized into the name blessed be the name of the lord Jesus has connected you to the perfect life, the suffering and the death and the resurrection that he bought for you so that then there is power in the name to handle everything that life throws at you and the victory comes through Christ who alone is our Savior and Lord. At the end of this journey together, um, uh, in this time together, I wanted to be able to uh, have you have a little bit of a conversation or some prayer time around a couple of questions. And here's what came to mind for me. Have you known somebody with the faith of Job? What did they go through? How did they handle it that would make you say they have the faith of Job? And what can you learn from Job for your own walk in the world? What can you learn from him and what can you learn from them so either pray about that have that conversation uh, talk amongst yourselves let's pray dear Lord I ask you that you would be with each one here and that by the power of your grace and your love and your victory over life and death sometimes dear God I don't know what's harder in the midst of it all make us more than conquerors Allow us to know, yes, in this world we're going to have trouble. In Christ is where we find peace. And take heart. Breathe into us again, those who are slain. Raise us up that we would take heart and know that you have overcome the world. And allow us the joy that comes from doing life face-to-face with you. In your name we pray. Amen.